0: Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show.
1: Uh, welcome everyone to um, from hot mess to awesomeness, and this is the break that every busy woman deserves. Um, we have been evolving over the past few weeks, and um, so we are in sort of a next level evolution today. And I am so so excited to have Joe. Uh, is it Maskey? That's okay. it. That's it. Yeah, perfect. Um, being someone with a name that gets mispronounced all the time, I'm I'm always like. I
0: probably should have asked before. However,
1: <laughs> here we are. It's okay. um, so thank you. And I just wanted to say, so as you know, we do a little dance party before we hit record and get everything going. And that was awesome. And um, <laughs> while we were dancing and I was sort of watching myself and, you know, pop my eyes open and check everybody else out every once in a while. I was reminded of this moment when I first started doing this and we started doing these dance parties and I realized how uncomfortable I was with the idea of dancing and other people would see me if, if they were looking. And I, I'm not thinking everybody was watching me, but I think there was that moment and it brought me back to your insecure. yoga. Well, it brought me back to your yoga class <laughs> moment when I had this like, massive epiphany about this, this beautiful vessel. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. And um, Mm -hmm. so now every time, um, and I will, and I've said this before, I will continue to do this dance party, even if I'm the only one doing it before these chats, because what it shifts for me um, and sort of that um, state Mm -hmm. of self uh, confidence, just sort of, I want to say like, beautiful abandon, all of these things that happened from the movement. And, and I, I do attribute a lot of my awareness of that back to the goddess flow yoga class that I was able to participate in and what Mm -hmm. literally trans, I won't say transpired, but what transformation occurred in that moment for me. And I'm, I mean, I can't speak for, for everyone who, who takes uh, that type of class. And, and, and obviously it's, everything happens as soon as it can. So if I had taken that kind of class two years ago, would I have had the same experience? Probably not, um, but I was ready and my body was ready, so.
0: And, and you know, that's the best point you could have raised is people find it when they're ready. Mm-hmm. Because I found it when I needed it. If I'd have found it 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been ready for it.
1: Right, and you know what, I think um, as a whole, I was ready, mm-hmm. and which is why I, we, I found you right because for for getting to that class was because I met you not because I was seeking out this uh potential possibility I I I wasn't sort of drawn to it I wasn't I I to be honest I showed up at your class zero clue what I was gonna what was gonna happen like not even an iota and I I I attribute that to my higher self making sure I didn't go research what it was and get afraid and get afraid. So I was just like, whatever, uh, Joe's great. I'm going to show up and do this thing and it's going to be awesome. So before we get too into it, let's, let's tell everybody who you are and then. We- okay. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I'm Joe, Joe Maske. Um, It made me laugh that you talked about um, names because my full name is Jolene and I had to hear that deli part. Don't even don't that song my whole life. No, I wouldn't. And that, that is why I—you totally would. No, so I, I cut it down.
1: <laughs> Ray LaMontagne—that's the version I would have said. That's a better
0: re- version. But. <laughs> and now, and now, there's all these memes in on Facebook, right? Because people are spending so much time with their husbands. You can have him, Jolene. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <And what? laughs> so your name and your identity—you know—they really have a lot to do with who who you are in this vessel. It it is important. Yeah. yeah, totally. So I'm Jo Mazgay. Um, I founded West Coast Soul in 2016. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but I felt a huge, huge shift personally um, with everything. And I knew that I was I was growing into something. Um, and that's why it's at West Coast Soul 16 or westcoastsoul16.ca because it reminds me where I, I started. Because you don't always start somewhere as an actor we have to grow into that right Um, I began doing what I do because I believe in women because I think that we need to shift into supporting women on a much higher level I think that we have been domesticated to put it kindly to see women as competition to push one another down to get higher ahead um, to blame one another for all of our, our anything that's happened to us in our lives and it's it's got to stop. We have to support one another. Um goddess flow yoga is one example of an experience where women come together and support women. My women's circles have been uh, you run women's circles, they're the most magical thing I could ever facilitate. And to be able to hold space where women start to shift and to see a woman make that shift is worth it all right there for me.
1: Absolutely. And um I know that you are continuing with your women's circles, which I'm going to ask you about in a little bit. Um, sure. But what, what brought what you to this place? What happened? What, happened um, what, what inspired you to step into this?
0: Well, period? Dr. Dion, um, <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. Um At 40, I went through a divorce. I was, you know, To say I was shocked would be, you know, to say I had my eyes closed, really. Um, Life got difficult. There was a lot of, you know, kids, sickness, a lot of stuff that life just got difficult. But all of a sudden, I was on my own. And I had four kids at home, plus an extra, two dogs. I had two busted ankles. Um, from doing the warrior dash and all of a sudden it was just me and this crazy thing happens at 40 we'll get to that after but somebody showed up at my door a couple of people did but came to my door with no intention with no ego with no I told you so quite simply to hold space and what you need and it It was really mind-blowing because in 40 years, that was probably the first time I'd experienced that. I also learned really quickly who runs when something bad happens. And that was really an oh my God moment for me. But the focus was on somebody showed up and held space and that was it. And she invited me to, I first I just did regular yoga and I balled my face off and let it all go. And then I got through this point of, there's gotta be something more, you know, who am I? I'm not just a mom, I'm not a wife anymore, I'm not a wife, but I'm not just somebody's wife, which is what I was, you know, my identity went around my husband and my kids and my home, but who was I and what did I want? And so I began doing the Goddess Flow Slow Yoga in Whitby. My friend Michelle Tamblin Sabo um, originated this specific one that I do. And it changed my life because then I discovered there was strength in being feminine. There was strength in your sensuality. Being feminine means you are creative, you're intuitive, you lead from your heart. And this doesn't make us weak, where my whole life, I've been told that most feminine traits were considered to be weak. Well, who does that benefit? Not the women. So my whole life, transformed right right then and there and i have been ever since on this i am not i'm not even close to being finished i'm still in this journey of self-discovery of what do i like and what do i want and what do i want my children to have permission to explore without shame without feeling like oh i'm different because we're not different we're women And we have all of these things within us, as do men. But that's a whole other conversation. I believe the divine masculine and the divine feminine really complement each other. And we have both of us within them. But the masculine has been shoved down our throat. Look at any media campaign. Watch the news. The masculine is everywhere, as strength. But where's the feminine? Where's the softness? We need to bring that back. And Goddess Flow is really, really, really about that. Um, We go through the chakras. And I will challenge almost any yogi who says, oh, my chakras are so aligned, but they can't get past number two. So we spend a lot of time in our hips because the minute somebody does a hip circle, the tears come flowing because that that tension is there and it's stuck, it's stuck energy. And it might not even be your energy. It could be stuck energy from your mother, her mother, her aunt, because this all comes through the DNA, right? Trauma is inherited, but, Somewhere somebody has to say, stop. I'm done. This isn't my story. This isn't the story I want to tell. This isn't the story what my children have. And I'm gonna release it now. And that's how I how I began. And I'm still going. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, oh, no doubt.
1: And it's um it's very apparent. And I don't just mean in this, <clears throat> but yes, here, but when um, we get to experience you sort of in your light and really in that space where you shine and, and you share and, and you allow and hold space and, and um, it's one of those things I, I'm always fascinated by people's stories right, I'm fascinated right? By absolutely brings you to that place and then I you know and the juxtaposition of I, ha- I met you at, at this point and it's not that mm-hmm. I can't envision you in, in the past, and, but I, I don't desire to. There's no reason for me to try to envision you in there. Um, but when I see you now and, and have knowledge of your past, I look and go, there is no other way. Like there, this, is, yeah. this is where you're supposed to be. And um, the, the, I think one of the many gifts that you share and, and give to your community is that um, you give us permission to do the same. Right, so you know, the the one again, I gained so much from from your friendship and from your knowledge and from your circles and, um, but just that modeling and and space for me to go. I I, I can shine a light too because yeah, I, it, that's allowed, right? And and I know so many women who who, in ways, are shining their light, although they've they're their minds won't let them see it. And so the others in their world are like, yeah, but you got the thing. And we just feel so, um, and, and maybe it's the masculine feminine energy dynamic or, or, or just the, the social norms and the shame culture that we live in. But um, this idea that you know it's not even, it's not even an option. And, and so we- No, but there them.
0: is shame. There is shame to putting yourself first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're a mom what do you mean you have to do yoga? The kids go to bed at seven and are the dishes done and where's the laundry at? There is a shame to taking care of yourself.
1: Right. And I think Um, that those, that conversation that's it, it's in here, right? I mean, it's absolutely, but it's the one that it's the, it's the tapes that we're
0: running constantly because this is the, the, the inner child too, right? These are the things we heard our mothers say and our grandmothers say, and the voices we heard as children, they're there. And they're really hard. Like it takes a lot of work to go in there and, and get those out. Absolutely. Um, there's this one commercial I want to, to bring up when you, you were saying about all the stuff we have to do also as moms. Um, I remember back in the 80s, and this came up recently, and I had this ah oh, moment. And it was a woman's commercial. It was Gillette, never let them see you sweat, right? The mom does everything with ease because. You don't want to bring embarrassment to not being able to put it out there, not being able to show yourself, not being able to do everything and hold it all together. Wow. And that does a lot, I think, to our our mental health. Oh, for sure. Because we can't do all... How much pressure is that? You know, at the end of the day, and, and this is one of the things we talk about when we do our goddess flow, there's no wrong way because you're you're doing it for yourself. You're not... I've taught uh, yoga to to my daughters dance, to their dance classes. I cannot flat on the floor like they can do. You can only do what you can do. You know, and that's a big thing to accept because we were taught that we have to be perfect or don't say anything. Don't shame yourself, don't shame your family. Don't be embarrassing. And that's, that's something that needs to be released. But when you come into the yoga, when we do goddess flow yoga, you ought to, so for anybody who's not experienced it, it's a very feminine and it's a very fluid and it is a very sensual flow. Um, we do it for children. We take out the sensuality and we throw in strength and we go through the warrior poses and we talk about the warrior Durga um, and and you're strong in your feminine and your masculine. But goddess flow is a very fluid motion so you're constantly moving and a lot of circular motion your ribs your hips we're constantly moving to allow energy to move through us we're not stuck stoic in a pose that's a very masculine way to do yoga to be stoic and to hold hold that strength we want to let things out um so there's often tears in class but then there's also this ownership of I've overcome. I own my body. I am my body. This is my vessel and I accept it for what it is.
1: And that is exactly what happened for me. And I I just kept thinking that was like 40 minutes, like 40 minutes to change my life, to change 40 plus years of a relationship with my body that I uh, refer to as my meat suit. Um, and in that moment, literally was just, it's like the, it's like little golden fibers attached me back to it and we we became one again. Um, yeah. And so yes, for sure, like the tears and, and that moment of like, wow.
0: I- Body issue is huge. I, I often say this because I'm not a size six, I'm not a size eight. I wish I could go back to the first time I thought I was overweight. Because I look at that body and go, oh, really? That's where you started to feel self-conscious? But there's also this whole thing about this: our body is our vessel. And what has it given you? You know, I have had four babies and I have lost four babies. So I might have a belly and hips, but they come from somewhere. It's not all. Food, not that I don't love cake, but it's not all that. And then there's the part of grief, of, of having miscarriage is something that's huge and not talked about. You know, you have a miscarriage, you don't tell anybody, you just go back to normal, but you don't honor what your body's been through. You try to push it all back and let's just carry on. But what is that doing to your body? You're not honoring it, you're not grieving it, you're not allowing it to, to go through what it needs to go through to heal. And then we wonder why we can't lose weight. A lot of it comes from just accepting that this is part of your journey. What you've done, what you've gone through is part of what brings you to here. And and owning that and being very, very comfortable in that. And truth be told, I actually get from half the new people who come into my class saying they, they specifically come in because I'm not petite and they feel comfortable. Because not everybody wants to go in and feel like they can't do what, what someone can do. Absolutely. So we're trying to bring humanity into it too, with the acceptance. We are all women, no matter how big, small, what we can or can't do. We're still women and we're still all in this together mm-hmm. and, and being accepting of that.
1: And I think you're in how you incorporate the, the yoga and, um, I, I, the women's circle components to mm-hmm. it, right? So there's a there's dialogue and there's reciprocity, mm-hmm. and um, I think that that's such a valuable asset. And I don't know if that's what was your your initial intention, but of course the the flow of your classes and just who you are, it makes sense that you'd end up having a conversation. Um,
0: well, movement is is opening to women, and creativity is opening to women, and opening your hips you can't leave them open and raw does that make sense which is how it evolved um we didn't do closing circle in the beginning it was just thanks for coming and women were like well now what i'm wide open yeah. and feeling very vulnerable so then we, we started doing the closing circle and we have these conversations and I, I don't care if it goes till midnight if every woman needs to be heard and validated for what she's just experienced we're going to allow for that because i can't send you out into the world all open and vulnerable and then what you know there's got to be a bit of closure to it yeah. and that really helps with the healing process too
1: absolutely so while well, i mean obviously you know you were introduced to to goddess flow yoga um, and although the transformation can feel very for me it felt very fast uh-huh. however i recognized in myself and i'm sure yourself as well the, the incorporating that transformation into the rest of my life, I faced a number of challenges. So what would you say would be some of the challenges or the biggest challenge you
0: had to overcome? Oh, absolutely. Giving a fuck what other people think. Can Um, I say that? I can say that because I've got your mug. (laughs) Yeah, no, you have to release other people's expectations. I am a curvy woman and I like it. I have thick thighs and I like them. And if you have a problem with that, that's your shit. It's not my stuff. You know, I feel like when I step into the world, if I want to put on a great bra and a tank top, I'm entitled to do so. And if you have a problem with that, then you go back to, you know, your era and you you deal with your stuff because it's not me. It's yours. So not taking in other people's stuff. And that's hard, though. Like I say it like, just do it. No, it's really hard, you know. Going to the PTA movie, <laughs> PTA meetings, Hips First, you get the looks, but you have to take a breath and carry on. And then people start to go, oh, wait, if she can do it, why can't I do this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We start to give other people permission to be more accepting of our, our not just our bodies, but our sensuality, our personality, being feminine being feminine is not a weakness and it's not something we should hide i don't want my kids to hide being feminine and i saw it with my oldest daughter because i this was all before i did this work and now i'm set stepping back going wait a minute that's not fair so what i tell my children Because they're, well, they're a bit younger now, but they've been in competitive dance. They wear costumes, you know, they go to the beach. They want to wear a bikini because they're just kids. It's just skin. Now my older one, the older one's getting a bit older. She's 13 and she's developing. So my, my parental advice to her is I will allow you to express yourself as long as you can defend yourself. And you have to be aware that you are going to pull up emotions out there, but you have to be confident enough in what you're wearing, what you're doing to own it and deflect other people. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between doing that at home and out in public. Mm -hmm. Even my son, you know, my poor, he the poor little guy. He's got three older sisters. He doesn't stand a chance, but he'll want to uh, wear something of his sister's out. And I'm like, if you are confident enough to wear that Mm -hmm. absolutely but be aware that you might get these reactions and are you ready to take that on and then he has that choice to make right
1: and i sorry my brain is going to to my children and Mm -hmm. how they too um have a unique sense of self and self expression And and style and um you know, there's been moments where my little inner whatever has gone, oh, okay, so uh, I'll just wait to see what happens when she gets home kind of thing. And um, and
0: whose stuff is that though? That's exactly.
1: That's my stuff. So then I go, okay, well, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, And then of course, I, you know, to shift some of that language about very much in the same idea that that everybody's different and that's okay. And that's what makes us who we are. And I found that it's it's empowered her, or both of them, Absolutely. Yeah, the younger one, I haven't really gotten into that conversation yet, but it's empowered her and it's allowed um, for a lot of learning around connection with others without having to direct teach it, to, without mm-hmm. having to say, treat people, blah, blah, blah. Other people look th- it, like whatever, uh, you know, whatever conversation feels like it needs to be had, I didn't have to have it. I didn't, I don't have to talk to my children about how, about anything other than, you know, we have this thing now where I say everybody's different and they both go, and that's okay, like a yeah. this little thing. And then when they see individuals who do things differently than them, they're like, cool, that person's, ha-. like my daughter went up to somebody at Kelsey's It's a teenage girl and her mom having dinner. And the girl Mm -hmm. had these beautiful, beautiful dreadlock braids. They're just stunning. And my daughter's like, her hair is so pretty. Whoa. And I'm like, did you want to go talk to her? Can I? Yeah. So she went over there. She's like, excuse me. I think your hair is really pretty. Can you tell me more about your hair? How do you make that happen? And like super just... You know take the mystery out of our differences and absolutely that's important
0: and the other thing too is touching on what you're talking about is when you get out in the real world you know we go through school in boxes Mm. they want to teach us in boxes this is the way it's done don't question authority but then you get into a job and they want you to think outside a box How are you going to stand out? How are you going to be different? So I I really think that we need to really own our individuality, own who we are. Now, I'm not saying you're a woman, you should lead with your hips. But what you need to do is discover who you are and be confident in that. You know, I believe that you have the feminine and you have the masculine. We each have a pendulum within and it can move. To the masculine, to the feminine. Because I'm telling you, after I went through my divorce, I went flying to that masculine because it felt safe. I got the biggest, blackest truck you ever saw because I felt safe. And then learning that it's still safe to be in your feminine and being confident again as I am. Because we also fear rejection, right? As who we are. But when you're confident in who you are, you're going to attract people who see you for who you are and you're going to have much better relationships as opposed to if somebody's attracted to your mask. Exactly.
1: And I love, I love that. So we've been talking a lot about this um, idea of, of taking ownership of who you are and what matters to you and, yeah. um, and what you're, you know, what do I need? And, um, I think the, what you offer as a compliment to the other tools that we've all been talking about, you know, is such a beautiful, beautiful asset for those of us who are looking to explore, you know, what it means to be on that pendulum and, and to Absolutely. Understand who we are. And, um, because there's no one, there's no one thing that's going to get you to you, right. It's, no. it's a, it's that multi-pronged and knowing mm-hmm. when to approach things emotionally or intellectually or mm-hmm. spiritually. And, um, and it's just such a, it's such a powerful I'm going to say tool. It sounds a, it sounds a little harsh, but it was such a powerful um, way. Integration of it all. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the how did you tune into that sense of self to be able to say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not concerning myself with other people's thoughts, opinions, or ideas about me. Like what did, what strategies or was it, I mean, yes, I'm sure yoga was a big part of it, but what are the, some of the things that you did, the people you sort of surrounded yourself with?
0: You know, it was kind of, um, intentional and unintentional at the same time. Um, I said this before, when you, when you go through a big life change, um, not just divorce, death, um cancer my friend i I had a friend get cancer and watch half her friends run away you learn who stays and who runs Mm -hmm. and that's really eye-opening so i had the opportunity to go do i want those people back you know who showed up for me when i needed them and then setting that intention moving forward and then so once i went through my divorce that was way down in durham i moved up to barry and i knew one person and i was like no i don't i don't want to be that girl i don't want to be that girl who was left for so and so and blah 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 this is it's my time i knew what i wanted in my life Um, i know that i've always been a sensual being i've always had an ass i was the tiniest person in in elementary school but i always had an ass you know i was always a sensual and a curious person and those are all feminine traits that i wasn't allowed to express So I really had to deep down into who I was. And what I discovered was when other people fell away, people more like me came in because I didn't realize that there were these negative people around me pushing out those who were more aligned to me. And I didn't realize that me stepping into me threatened people who were not ready to step into themselves yet because they had to look at themselves. I mean, I actually had one, my, the friend who I went to the night I was, that Mike left, crying my face off, actually said to me, being a single mom is my worst fear. And she gone, I haven't talked to her in years. So you don't realize who's gonna stay and who's gonna come until you, you have to be. And then I started just being very intentional with who I let into my life. Um, and I did it on a two-part scale. And it takes longer, right? I've been up in in Simcoe now for three and a half, four years, and I still keep a very small circle of close friends. The first thing is, who do I want influencing my children? Hmm. Right? Because they're very impressionable. They're young, they're vulnerable. Who do I want being an example for them? And then I would ask myself, well, if it's not good enough for me to bring my daughter around, why is it good enough for me? And then I would start shedding that away. Because we have to understand our, our worth, our worth of people. And, you know, there's there's a certain, I want community. I want kindness. I want genuine. I, I don't, I'm not interested in the ego. I've been there. It didn't work for me. It's not what I want. And so the minute it, I feel it, I smile I nod and I carry on I just don't take it in if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Um and very much in uh, aligned with again a lot of the really great conversations going on right now because I you know if there's one thing that I'm noticing is happening a lot is um the communities of people who are focusing on you know it's it's not about ignoring what is happening but it's about allowing ourselves to say okay so what am i going to do next and 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 how do i want to show up so uh, the normal from the past will never replicate it will never happen again and so we're in this sort of interesting time of oh my goodness work right and to be able to go i get to decide you know when i leave this house who i'm bringing with me and and absolutely look like um and it's and it's sorry go ahead i'm On
0: top of that, not just with what's happening now, but there have been a few things in the past that have popped up. People's true colors come up real fast. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if somebody's complaining about having to stay home or you can see anger or, you know, unresolved feelings towards how this is directly affecting them and not thinking about the bigger picture, you just, you really get a better viewing Mm -hmm. of people's true colors and I always use these times I delete people all the time from my Mm -hmm. social media I'm like and I I had someone say to me why don't you just pause them and I'm like I don't think I need to do that I don't I I don't need to keep that energy there and go back and see if maybe it's changed if it's changed it'll come back there are a lot of really great people out there Mm -hmm. you know I met when I met you I'm like Well, there's my soul sister. Like I could converse with you all day, you know, and that's amazing. So why do I have to have, if I was surrounded by five very negative people, you wouldn't have sat beside me. Right. And I'd have lost that. So what I'm really becoming aware of, and I have, I have a strong intention right now, even still, I'm creating the community. I want to bring my children up in. I want to thrive in and I want to feel good in. I don't want to be in suburb. I'm in suburbia, but I don't want to be worried if my neighbors are going to think that my grass isn't long enough or my curtains don't match their curtains. You know, those are just things I'm not interested in. Yeah. I want the depth.
1: And I think, so what I hear inside that is the, the one core, or I don't say core, but the first thing is being willing to be an observer of your own self Absolutely. Right? And, and, and taking that sort of bird's eye view, if you will, Perspective shift and look around and go, Oh, is that, is that what I, is that who I want to be? Is that who I want to be around? And, and take making that conscious decision to, um, for me, that energy, yeah, to release it. That's a very good way to put it because my goal is to always focus on what you do want, say it the way you want it, put your energy and intention on, on what you want to bring in, and allow what doesn't match that to to fall away Absolutely. and I think, um, you know, that idea of when you look up in your world and go, well, this isn't what I want. The only thing you can do is change this, right? And so recognizing that we are, we attract what we are, and so if we're looking around our world and go, this isn't what I want. That means we are not standing in our integrity. We are not in alignment. And so that's, that's to me, it's like, okay, observe, learn, take some action. Observe again. Do a system check.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um and again that, my brain goes back to the goddess flow yoga because as a tool of self observation, you know, not even being in your own body, it's difficult to gain the perspective necessary to 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 gain that like that that fully whole self. Mm-hmm. Um, Super,
0: super powerful. Super it powerful. is, and it's vulnerable feeling, yeah, because you have to check yourself. You have to leave your ego. You can't, you know, the first thing people do is when you you not criticize somebody, but even constructive criticism, well, it's not me, and if she hadn't, and you know we're looking to blame everyone but us. So to take a breath and look at ourselves as why what's happening out there. I did a circle two weeks ago about, I can't remember what the topic was, we were talking about you know, positivity, and somebody kept saying, but I'm surrounded by negative people. Why do you think that is, you know? <laughs> if, if you tried to change, they would either change or they would fall away, and somebody positive would come in. So you have to, you have to take that onus, and that's really hard. And when we're doing Goddess Flow Yoga, it's all about listening inside, you know? Mm-hmm. If this doesn't feel right, ask yourself why, because there's a difference between, okay, it hurts, then stop, or I'm getting resistance. Mm-hmm. Well, what is resisting? And can you take a breath and keep going? And it's, it's a power, but once you can, can do that and be, have that awareness, it's very powerful.
1: Absolutely. It's funny, I'm equating the um, experience I had, and perhaps others do as well, what you're describing of you feel something and then you question it, by moving your body again, different ways, right? Like going, okay, well, what about this? And what about this? And Mm -hmm. why, where is this coming from? And it really reminds me of my own reflective practice. So I'm a, I'm a word writer person. And so for me, that, that opportunity to, to release and then feel the resistance, you know, I'm writing and going, Oh, that's uncomfortable. Right. And I've, you know, I've, I've, I've built the skill of going, why, why is that uncomfortable? Right. When has this come up before? What could be getting in the way? Mm -hmm. What what feelings, you know, and then you start getting, it's that idea of curiosity. So um, when you said that earlier, I was like, ting, because I I truly believe that the the two elements for me and for women uh, in order to be able to to make shifts, and especially if you're sort of, I don't say you're doing it alone, but you're you are focusing on the inner work is compassion and curiosity. So compassion for self and mm-hmm. others, curiosity about yourself and about others. So in the same way that, you know, there's mm-hmm. people on your Facebook or in your world and you kind of go, that's not what I want to be doing. And and not to be spending a lot of time there, but to be like, my sense of compassion says that you have your own shit and that it, it's okay that you have your own stuff because I'm not here to fix you or save you. I'm also not here to be down there with you. Um, if it's going to bring me, if it's going to, yeah, if it's going to get on me as it were. And, um, and I'm thinking about, you know, the, when you focus on what it is that you want, when you focus on, you know, your values and your integrity and your sense of self and, you know, biologically we actually can delete people out of our realm, out of our lives. Um, yeah. And, and when, and if, they find a way to get to that place where their vibrational level is matching mine. Like you said, they'll come back in or they won't. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Love and light.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to add one thing. Cause um, as you're talking about the goddess, Soul yoga, I do want to throw it out there too, that we really work hard at keeping it a very safe space to come into. Um, there are no mirrors and the lights are low because I don't want you comparing yourself to her, to her, to me, to you. This is your journey and your comfort levels can be much, much different. I have women who will come in just to have space held. Mm-hmm. I have had women come in who will put down their mat, lay down the whole two hours. I just wanna be in your space. I just want the energy. So we really work hard at maintaining a really um, safe space. Mm-hmm. So that you don't feel vulnerable when you hit those um, soft spots, yeah. or to grow, or to cry. Yeah,
1: and yeah. Um, and I appreciate appreciate that personally, and I appreciate again um, that you recognize and that uh, you know we as a community recognize that how important that is. Cause like you said, that idea of strength and, and the feminine sense um, is about that, being willing to be vulnerable and, and owning the strength that lies in there. And uh, to have the space to do that is crucial. So yeah. these are unique times. Um, are they ever? And are they ever? And um, what would you say, what would you say you are most proud of in this moment something that you've learned manifested gained um taken in uh from everything that's transpired up till this point
0: um i would say that i'm most proud of figuring out who the truth is of who i am not who i should be you know um since the day we're born we're shitted to death who you should what you should what you should wear do say eat heard be seen Um, Being able to say no, you know what that's not me. This is me and I'm confident in that and having the confidence to know that I'm not everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. You know, I'm very well aware that I'm not following the norm. Very well aware of that and to know that I can own that and be okay in that is incredible. To know that this is my body and it's working for me and i still love her is a big thing to show my children too i don't want them to grow up in body shame because they've seen me swearing at myself in the mirror um and i am very very proud of my children, of being a mom, of showing them that there are other ways. And they're all unique. My children are so different from one another. It's, it's, I didn't know there were such four distinct different personalities, it, it's boggling my mind. But to allow them to do that, to say, what is your passion? Okay, let's follow that. What is your, what is exciting you today? Well, let's explore that. That I like because I, we're doing this distant, distant learning and I am not gonna say anything negative about it because, you know, the teachers didn't set out to do this either. I can't, I can't imagine the stress they're under. But holy shit. And they're sending my son the school approved books. And he can't sit still and he can't read them because they're boring. So I'm like, okay, let's get an Avengers book. Or a Pokemon book, if you can pronounce those names, then you're reading, you know, and being able to show them, okay, just because this is boring you, you can still read over here mm-hmm. and showing them to follow their passion. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud of being able to do that with them.
1: That's beautiful. I have I often say, you know, and I didn't make this up, but, you know, children are excellent mimics and terrible interpreters. And, and we... <sighs> Ultimately, because of their own sense of self, it, if we if we focus on having them mimic the process, right, the the curiosity right. and the compassion, right, because I you know my children are going to model the me and for a variety of reasons, you know I yeah. I, I look like them and um, you know and there's some similarities in that I'm a woman and all of that, um, but for them to be able to find themselves. Because I am choosing to do that first. And I, I I said this before, you know, if we have to be the, the dream we want our children to be, right? So we have to be that first. Yeah. And, and then from there, it can flow. And I think that that's the same for for the impact that we have on all humans, right? So when we are willing to show up completely fully as ourselves, not because we're here to fix or save or set people straight, but just to to be ourselves and, and model that for the rest of humanity, it does give people permission when they're ready, when the time is right, when all the stars align or whatever you want to say, um, to say, you know what? I know a girl and she's doing this um, and, and I'm inspired to do it my way because as right. a result, right? Not, you know what? Let me tell you what your problem is. I've totally figured out your problem and I'm going to just fix it for you. And I say this with all the kindness in the world because I was that woman for a very long time. Um, And, and again, Mm -hmm. coming back to how you show up now, not ever having known your before time self. um, I I truly think you bring that gift of modeling that sense of integrity, that, that feminine confidence, um, that strength of vulnerability, and you give us space uh, to do the same.
0: It's fabulous. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote something down, and as you were speaking, it it just went off in bells and whistles, so I'm going to read you a quote, mm-hmm. um, and I I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget it, and it's, if I asked you or gave you permission to create a life that you wanted to show up in, how would it be different? Right. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> Perfect timing.
0: Hi, buddy. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys got to go serious. You smell like peanut butter. Yay, um, so yeah i i had that and and i just i really wanted to throw it out there because we have we create our own lives we create our own realities and if you had that confidence or permission or ability mm-hmm. what would be different and how can we work towards that because i don't think it's a monetary thing it's a who i really am and what i want to believe in what I want to read or watch or you know I break it down to Friday night going to the bar is that really fun anymore no but women's circles are or camping is you know like figure out what fills you up and doing it not because everybody else is doing it because it fills you up.
1: right and really again being that sort of observer what what does actually feel good Right. right. Not what felt good 20 years ago. And I'm trying to replicate that. And I keep going back there thinking I'm going to feel the same way and Oh shit. It's not how it works. What actually feels good now.
0: Yeah. Right? And being able to explore it. Yeah. Cause there'll be a lot of curiosity around that.
1: So how are you, how are you supporting your community nowadays? What does that look like for you? <laughs> In these times, <sighs>
0: You know what? It was is really really interesting. Um, is a, so I've been home for three and a half weeks. So four weeks ago, um, I found this woman Diana Barnes, and I picked her up. She's my she's she's been coaching me business wise, um, and she's like, "We got to get your circles online." I'm like, "I still know. I don't know if the time is ready for it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it. Who's gonna show up and do this online?" And I got home and two days later, like, we're on lockdown. I'm like, yeah, so we're going to run them online, (laughs) but they've opened up, and I still, I still want to create the physical experience, because it's hard to do goddess flow this way, um, and, and create, our circles are still closed, you know, we're not, we're not running them live, we're not sharing them, this is still a safe space, but it still has a different feel to it. So we've really had to, as you have really change it up and figure out what's going to work now. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's happening is the whole country's coming in, which just tickles me because I'm West Coast soul because I'm from BC, born and raised on the ocean, right? You can, you never, you never lose that. Um, So to have, I think it was last Thursday, I had five women from the West Coast and five women from Ontario. And I was like, This is incredible. And to watch them converse together was incredible. So I'm running bi-weekly women's circles and we've we've broken them down um, and I'm loving them. I'm absolutely loving them. They're still, we're still figuring them out. Thursday night, we we have our subjects. So this week we're talking about connections Uh, and we're starting with self connection and then connection to community, connection to family, connection to your children. What are you connected to? Is it nature? Is it the forest? Is it the ocean and the whys and the hows and how we're bringing this into our lives. So Thursday night we come in, it's a loose conversation. um, It's a bit more open and we talk about these things and then we process them for two days. We come back at Saturday And then I give the women the platform. What came up for you? What do you want to release? What advice do you want to give? Are you looking for gift? Do you have have a poem you want to recite? And every woman has three minutes to be speaking to empower themselves on whatever we talked about on Thursday. So this is running um, every week, Thursday to Saturday, and you don't have to come to both. You know, you can choose one, the other, depending on timing. Um, But these will continue, I think. We're not going back to a normal you know we have to adjust to what's happening but the amount of growth i've received from this um the feedback i've received from this um it's been incredible so this will continue regardless of what happens when when we can get back into the world and then we're going to go back into in personal woman circles and releasing shame and releasing that by moving our bodies and empowering our sensuality because women who empower women are going to change the world you know it doesn't benefit other women for me to put you down it benefits something else completely different and that's a whole other podcast we'll talk about Who does it benefit to push down women not us regardless We're bringing it back, and we and it needs to be a physical experience, and we need to be able to to touch, to hug, to you know have have acknowledgement that it feels good to put my hands in my hair. I love my hands in my hair. Is that hurting anybody else? Is that too sensual for somebody to see? Is it offensive? Of course not, but it's still shamed. So we need to come back into in person, exploring this in a safe space. You know, we say we're exploring sensuality we are it's not a circle of women masturbating. It's really not, you know, we have touch. we can touch our own skin. We can smell an oil and get an experience mm-hmm. and we need to bring that back, but we're running the circles online twice a week and they're going, they're incredible. I love them. You have to, you have to reach out for the zoom link. Cause I, I don't want it out there. I want it to don't still it. be a safe space as you understand. Um, and and we're just, we're gonna keep growing from there.
1: Beautiful. So I will definitely share that for um, everyone um, because it is, it is such a valuable um, way to self-explore and you were such a gift and such a great leader through that. And I'm, I'm super grateful to have you in my world. And I'm looking forward to when we do get back to connecting in real life and we can be together um, in circle and at the hundred women on fire event, as you will be there as um, my support right-hand person and which I'm very, very grateful for. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I ask I ask everybody who I am inspired by, who I look to as um, as a believing mirror for others, and what would you say to a woman who is embarking on this journey of self-awareness and exploration? Uh, what would you say to her as she's as she's sort of taking those first steps?
0: Go with your gut. Mm. You only you know. You know, and we all know. We all have that voice inside us. We all have that intuitiveness to us of what feels right for us. So don't look to say, oh, you know, is this color good on me? What do you feel? You know, how does this make you feel? And go with your own gut and step into that. Um, if it doesn't feel right to you, let it go. You know what works for you. You know, it feels good for you. You have to find your balance. I can't give it to you. Dion can't give it to you, it's your own. But you can have the confidence to go, you know, I know that all seven people over here like that pink shirt, but I like the yellow one, and wear the yellow one, as a a really small example. But, you know, I'm a single mom of four, and I have a great big black pickup truck. I don't fit in (laughs) to the PTA lineup. But own that, you know, and be proud of that, because it's okay to stand out, and it's okay to be confident in who you are
1: and I think the message that has come really clear uh come through really clear today is that surround yourself with the people who
0: believe in yes that who will support you. that right 100% so they, don't,
1: they don't have to be into black trucks or no nope. or you know goddess flow yoga they just have to um trust and love that you do and yeah. whatever that is for you so it, when you I know this when you start to do that inner work and and believe that you're allowed or that you have that permission you will like you said the people will just start to show up who may they they, ideally they don't do the things that you do and that's what makes it better is then you can enhance the the your greater experience and learn more anyway
0: oh so good we could go on for hours i know
1: Yes. So surround yourself with the community of individuals who believe in you for who you are and trust your gut. And you know what, you gave the example of the yellow shirt, but I think it's, it's a poignant example because it has to, you you can start in that space, like super small, like, do I want pink or
0: yellow? Oh, you absolutely start small. Absolutely. Because sometimes just taking control of those little tiny things is huge. You know, there are women out there. There's this crazy shift that happens at 40. Um, a lot of separations, a lot of things happen. And women have never seen themselves for themselves, right? They've been a mom. They've been a wife. They've, let, they've not followed their career. Um, and all of a sudden you ask them, what do they like? And they don't know. So start small. Start small with what you can control. I want to have a bowl of cereal. You know what? I want fruity pebbles. Have the fruity pebbles. Just one small thing that brings you joy and you can control today. And it will grow because your confidence will grow with it. Absolutely. Brilliant.
1: Oh, thank you, my friend.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Anytime.
1: I am uh, looking forward to joining the next circle that I'm able to join. Oh my
0: goodness, yes
1: and um and all the beautiful things that will transpire when we when we step into that new enchanted space that is our lives absolutely
0: thank you you. thanks for tuning in hope you enjoyed the show join dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness